What? What? Yeah! Brother, 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 brothers. Oh, yeah! It's me, Austin! Awesome! It doesn't matter what you think! I lie! Oh, you didn't know? And I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. See? I just didn't stand! You just made the list! Bam! Welcome, welcome, welcome back into WWEGL and Weagle 91.1 FM. I am your host, Logan Hurston, and I'm, of course, joined by my co-host, the natural Noah Phillips. WCW Saturday night will be better than AEW Collision. And our champion, Killer Cooper Prater. Uh, Impact Wrestling Destination X will be better than AEW <laughs> Collision. <laughs> Which year? Which year? <laughs> Um, the one where they had like the the one with like the little scaffolding. Like, yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. When the Hardys brought the ladders in the Destination X and <laughs> ruined it. Yeah. yeah. Um. He, the, all the way we were talking, me and Noah were before the show. He hasn't, he didn't even watch barely any TNA. Really? I think. What did you say was the only thing you've watched? It was, it was the, the premiere Destination for Double J content in the 2000s, and you telling okay. me you missed all that's of it? That's his prime eras. <laughs> Unironic. The reign yeah. of terror. My brother is prime areas right now. All right, we should have put the tag team titles on <laughs> no. at a W Double or nothing, but you know Tony Khan can't book for anything. Whatever, um, man. The only thing I saw from TNA was Aces and Eights, and then my dad like watched <laughs> a little bit of that storyline when we said no. Biker NWO. <laughs> yeah, Garrett Bischoff, the the greatest Bischoff of all time. <laughs> we are in the booth on the loveliest village on the plains. It's been a little rainy this week, I would say. Your store that you work at almost got flooded. I almost <laughs> got struck by lightning. You know, at the times like these, we could have really used Matt Hardy um, in <laughs> right. Auburn because he could slap a tornado. He could dry up the sea. He could dry <laughs> up the sea, yeah. That was the bit I've been saying. That was that the, I've oh, my up. God. You're welcome, Noah. <laughs> How long ago did you think of that? <laughs> Yesterday, last night. I saw I saw the post from his workplace where it about flooded. I'm like, man, if only Matt Hardy was here, he could dry up the sea. But he we just slap a tornado. But uh, welcome oh, back into the booth for another episode of WWEGL. I think it was a good week of wrestling this week. What do you guys think? Um, on on the whole, it, yeah, it's been like pretty memorable. I'd say WWE wasn't terrible. There hasn't been a good week of wrestling since. WCW was bought out by Vince McMahon. I don't know. You weren't even alive then. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. My he was just brother. he was just a big fan of WCW greed. The, <laughs> yes. Uh, with Scott Steiner as champ. That was, yeah. Exactly, brother. That was prime. Era. Big Papa Pump is your hookup. <laughs> um, I thought it was good. AEW firing off at all cylinders. We have the premiere of Collision this Saturday. Will you be watching? With uh. Chick Magnet Punk, Chicago made in his hometown, CMFTR. They put out that T-shirt that they've made the art of for years. Um, oh, really? I haven't where it's seen like the... it's, it's literally Heart Foundation, um, like pink in the background of the triangle, and it's in Heart Foundation CMFTR, and it's the three of them. Okay. That's the shirt. Huh. It's actually decent art. No, I mean, like not. I wouldn't wear it. It's better than the shirts AEW has been putting out. Well, yeah, there's like AI generated yeah, like the heart, the soul, that, yeah, the spirit. Right, right. I could sh- I could buy a white T-shirt from Walmart, and that is a better design T-shirt than that. No, I thought, dude, that is the exact the same design you would get from a Walmart T-shirt. That's why I was like, it was fine. It's, I mean, I I'm not a FTR, and I am a adjacent CM Punk fan. And I would, first of all, if I'm buying any CM Punk shirt, I'm buying the classics. Come on now, I'm buying the in Punk we trust the. The new variant of the, you know, the classic 2011 shirt. Yeah, he's got he's got some uh, pretty good stuff on his like pro wrestling tees, like since he left like yeah. WWE. Um, yeah, one of the one of the downsides of being a CM Punk fan is that you have to watch CM Punk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are a CM Punk hate. Uh, no, what? You're a CM Punk lover. You gotta speak up. No, no, oh, I say I whoa, say that whoa, whoa. as a as a as a CM Punk apologist. Yeah, that is what my role. We're back. Yeah, look, right. We're back. Stop, <laughs> stop trying to speak for us, Logan. Stop trying to put ideas in our mouth. I'm just saying we've been kind of negative on it CM is, Punk since the brawl out. It is a constant. Oh, it's so over. It's never been more over. And then, oh, we are so back. <laughs> we are so back. <laughs> Cycle. Um, but CM Punk, CMFTR are going against. 
the Bang Bang Gang, King Switch and Rock Hard, Juice Robinson, and of course Samoa Samoan Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, Sweet Tooth himself, you know. What? Sweet Tooth. Yeah, what? He's playing Sweet Tooth in the Twisted Metal series. He is the body of Sweet Tooth. Oh, okay. that's why he was off TV for a while. Right on. Good for good for him. We diver- diversify, you know. Exactly. I know he's the voice of King Shark in the uh, Suicide Squad video game. Uh, he is. Yeah, the one where they like are like, delayed. <laughs> that's never gonna come yeah, out. That's been delayed for like <laughs> seven years. How did I not know that? Uh, well, he—it's funny. He's the body of Sweet Tooth, and Real, Will Arnett is the voice. So <laughs> he's not even gonna be the voice, which he's just doing a Samoa Joe voice. So right. it's like, uh, you know. But we have Collision. We have that. We also have uh, Sky Blue and Willow versus Ruby Soho and Tony Storm, a dynamite match. Um, if I ever say so myself, I think they're gonna do Willow, maybe Tony for Forbidden Door, since she is a New Japan Strong Women's Champion. Oh yeah, that I would see make that, sense for sure. Um, they have. Andrade El Idolo making his triumphant return, quote unquote, um, against Buddy Murph, Buddy Matthews. Yes, I almost said Buddy Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Got that NXT name stuck in my mind. Right. Uh, you're, you know, just picturing him with like uh, rave, like strobe lights going off. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> early 2010s dubstep. I know, I know. Miro is going to be in action. Am I missing anything, Noah, that you remember on that card? Um, it's going to be in Chicago. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's gonna be in Chicago because I know that's the one of the only places CM Punk can get a, uh, get a uh, pop. Oh, right he's now. gonna be hometown welcome probably in Chicago. People are gonna go crazy. Oh yeah, you, oh, don't, yeah. you don't think? No, he is. He is. Um, I would be interested to see though how they handle that reaction if they decide to go with it and and go all in on you know good guy Punk. But I don't know if this vignette that played on Dynamite is any indication. <laughs> I got a lot of things to get off my chest. I think they might be going in a different direction, brother. <laughs> I think he's a tweener. Yeah. I think it just depends on what crowd you're – if you rocking with the punk, he's rocking with you. If you not – it's like <laughs> it's like him when he went to Long Islander and MJF feud and he basically played heel because he's like, I'm not playing face to a crowd that doesn't want me to play face. Right. Um, we also – one thing I missed was uh, Wardlow's World, Party Time versus – uh, <laughs> Luchasaurus, um, and, and they murdered on Arn Anderson on live TV. So, you know, no Arn for Wardlow looks like. Hey, what? can I just I just want to say this real quick about Arn Anderson. I love that his whole thing now is just that he's the craziest person. Yes. In the entire history of AEW. He will pull out the Glock. <laughs> Every single time. That's his first reaction. <laughs> is like, oh, man. I don't know. It's something about, you know, just seeing this, like, technical genius in his old age, just, you know, his his mind wither <laughs> before me is so, so endearing. When, he doesn't when, need the retirement. When his son Brock came out, who's basically mini Arn, and they <laughs> fought off 2.0, I now really, really, really just want, I mean, if we have Papa Briscoe having a match, just give me Arn and Brock versus 2.0. Tell me that oh, would absolutely. not be a hilarious match. Absolutely. Call up Tully, get him to wear, like, the, <laughs> the long johns that he wore in yes. that, uh, that one match. Yeah. Horseman reunion. Horseman. See, if, see if Ric Flair will come out of – well, he's not retired. Uh, let's, let's, not, let's, uh, not, let's not get Flair involved. He doesn't no, need to, no, no, he doesn't no. need to do this. We'll have Andrade and Flair versus Arn and Brock. Yeah. Arn and Wardlow versus Andrade and Flair would be a fun match. Well, now I guess Wardlow's his unofficial son, adopted son. Arn's? Yeah. Yeah, right. His favorite compared to his actual son. He doesn't. He doesn't come out for any of his actual son's matches, but he'll come out for, uh, well, for Wardlow. Has Brock re- wrestled? Yes. On AEW like television, once. like yeah. like recently. Brock had though? a paper. Oh no. Brock had a dynamite yeah. main event. Against Cody. Was it the main event? Yeah, against Cody. I forgot about that entirely. <laughs> the the yeah, dark era. You know that must have ate Arn up on inside, you know, having <laughs> his favorite son, Cody, <laughs> go up against his biological. His favorite son left, so he's picked his second favorite in Wardlow. <laughs> right. Brock will never be shown any love. Brock's not getting that Brock's just happy. You. It doesn't matter if he gets beat up. He's just happy to be on TV. Right. But uh, we had – you want to you wanna go ahead and get into these uh, – what do you want to? We want to start with. Do you want to keep, continue this AEW talk? We got about five minutes left in the segment. Or do you want to move over to WWE so we have a lot of time to talk about AEW? We, we could probably honestly get WWE over within five minutes. All right, <laughs> SmackDown, Bloodline stuff. Did anybody watch it? That it was entertained. Noah. 
Uh, I was entertained by the Grayson Waller vignette. There was a Grayson Waller vignette? There was a Grayson Waller vignette. I was like, there yeah. Was, that wasn't even on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they set up the fact that he's going to be hosting Charlotte Flair on uh, the Waller effect. The Waller effect. They're just using him as talk show host. He can't wrestle, he, apparently. Yeah, he's injured or something. Okay. Well, yeah. he better be injured. Feel bad, feel bad Logan. I, I hope he's injured, so he and they're not just wasting his potential. <laughs> I don't, I don't, don't want to say that. No, no, no. I don't hope wow. literally he's injured, but like if he's just sitting here doing his talk show every week, I hope he's injured, and that's the way they're using him. Breaking Logan. I hope he's not not injured and just sitting there injuries. injuries. For Australian men. Australian men. Um, Oscar got the WWE Women's Title, which says. Women's undisputed championship on it. Cool. What I the guess. heck are we doing, man? Um, what are we doing? It doesn't even look that bad. I mean, it's better than Romans, which is not saying much. Yeah, I, I do like the the white straps. Um, I think I think it I makes think it pop a little bit better. Yeah, like with the, the gold dark. in yeah. particular. Yeah, still doesn't look great. I don't think. Right. Um, I mean, you know, you're just keeping that same template of like yeah. the big logo, which I I get why they do it, but. I just don't I, understand why it says undisputed champion on it. Is does that make Rhea's worse? Oh, yeah. Is that I, what we're I hadn't saying about now? That. Yeah, that because she's not the undisputed. It's not labeled the undisputed championship, but okay. they used the same template as Roman, so they just kept undisputed on it. Okay, well they had like an undisputed. They had a universal champion versus a world champion. Yeah, that's one's why technically champion of the universe. Well, no. What I'm saying is, there's a undisputed means you are the only. Women's champion is basically what I'm saying. The reason Roman has the undisputed championship is because for a year he was the undisputed champion. That makes sense for him to keep that belt. She was never the undisputed champion. They're just labeling it that because they're copying and pasting it. They're that lazy that we're just sitting. But here that's not. Like, but that's not it. the official name of the title. That's just what's on. The that's belt. what's on the exactly. It's not the even official the name of the title is just the WWE Women's Champion. Then why does it have undisputed on it? Because it would have looked worse. Control, <laughs> control C, Control V. You know, like do a little. I know, man. It's, it, you know, well, what you, did you want him to do, Logan? I wanted him to just say WWE Women's Champion. That's all you had to say. Well, then the letters wouldn't have filled out. They would have found a way. You can find a way. They had. They had. They had like only like two months to do this. Logan. And also, no, they no. I, if I rem- if I remember correctly, if my memory serves me correct, when they announced the. The Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. Don't didn't those belts just have Women's Champion on it? Yeah, but at least you had the color palette for that. Yeah, I don't know. But like, I'm what I'm saying, like you know, the lettering can fit in that template. Y'all, That's y'all were bad. y'all were overthinking how <laughs> hardworking these people at WWE created. No, they're not. All right, they're not. They're not. Y'all just keep on hating these people because I'm they hating it because have it's bad. Jobs and you don't. I do have a job. Also. You, you're the only one in here that doesn't have a job. What are you talking about? <laughs> also, I would I would argue that my issue is not with the creative necessarily, but with the the belt makers. Yes, <laughs> so it's like clearly it's the there creative. was there was a memo that was got missed. But well, they got yeah. told by the WWE creative what to do, and they did a fantastic job of fulfilling that request. No, they didn't. They have infinite money glitch. They could have fixed it. They don't probably have like that. Money glitch. They do. Oh, brother, you have not been paying attention. Recently. They just got sold for <laughs> billions in upon billions. I was say, of what do you dollars. think? All, what do you think all those cuts during 2020 was okay, about? Okay, <laughs> let's know, think about this. Not though. making infinite money. Vince McMahon right now is higher on the corporate ladder than Dana White in the same company. All right, think about that. Hence, infinite money. That's, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're making our money. point for us. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you think you get that... less money the higher no, up in the company the, you are? Vince, Vince is trying to spread the money from the WWE around to help you, you, the UFC. What? WWE does no. not work on trickle down economics. <laughs> what are you kidding? Get out of here. All right. I, I cannot handle any more of Noah's spewing. We're going to go to a quick PSA break, but we'll be back after these brief messages. Welcome back to WWEGO. We just came back from a quick little PSA break. We're back to talking about SmackDown. We're talking about the WWE Women's Champion, which is currently held by Asuka. It looks like Roman's Undisputed title even has Undisputed on it. Um, Charlotte came back in this segment. And seemingly... (laughs) There's one fan in the crowd. (laughs) Cut the line, yeah! (laughs) She cuts the line and immediately wants a title shot, which I'm not saying I'm fine with. 
I but the thing is, it feel I don't think when was the last time you can remember Charlotte feuding with someone not for a belt? Either she was a champ or she was feuding for the championship. Cause I can't even think of a time. I uh, yeah, that it it has to go back a ways. Um, like probably I don't know, twenty fifteen maybe. That's what I'm saying. I can't uh, even she, think. Didn't she feud with her dad for like a week or two there? Wasn't maybe that a thing? against Lacey. But I think Lacey was supposed to win the belt, but because I think Lacey she had the belt at the time, and then Lacey got pr- real life pregnant, and that was the whole thing was Ric Flair got Lacey Evans pregnant, and then they just decided, you know what, we're dropping that. Oh yeah, let let us never underestimate the ability of Vince McMahon to make uh, morally questionable <laughs> decisions as well as uh, creatively questionable ones. So He's on the corporate ladder though, he is off the corporate. He looks. It looks like AI generated the picture they have for him on the corporate ladder. It oh. is scary. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. Yet. We'll, we'll have to show you after the show. Yeah. But um, I'm fine with her feuding for the title. But as long as it's a triple threat with Bianca, I think if we just move Bianca to the side, especially after, you know, they had the celebration for Asuka and Bianca decked her afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel. I feel like if we just like let Bianca not have the belt, that's stupid. Now, they do a triple threat. This is my fantasy book, and it might be similar to yours. Triple threat, Asuka wins because Charlotte and Bianca cost for each other, and we do, like, a six-month-long feud between Bianca and Charlotte without a title. And I feel like, because the thing is, there's not a lot of women's feuds that are for without a title on pay-per-view. And this is one that, like, this is to the level of a Brock and a Cody that they've been doing right now. Those are, Bianca is... The fifth horseman, basically. She's beaten everyone but Charlotte as a horseman. And she is, like, she's the next John Cena, basically, of the women's division. Like Which they, is why they're going to involve a title with it if they do that. Yeah, I could see that, but I could also see them, like, th- that would be my fan. I'm not saying they're going to do it. They're right. probably not. Because, right. I mean, I don't think they've ever done anything I've wanted them to do. <laughs> but um, that's how I would do it. And then you give Asuka for at least a decently long reign. You can have her fight Bailey, you can have her fight EO, you can have her fight uh there's other people on there's we I talked about it with Noah the other night. I don't I'm drawing a blank never, on SmackDowns. Okay, yeah, Oscar's on SmackDown. I'm drawing I was about to say you could have her fight Zoe Stark, but then I don't know. No, she's on Raw. Yeah. Right. Um Well I don't know the brand split is fake. Let's just let's true. throw it all in one. <laughs> uh I said you could bring up um Roxanne I don't think will be in NXT for long. You could always have her fight her. I had the rosters a minute ago. I don't remember exactly who else is on the 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 SmackDown ones. There's the SmackDown's the ones that stacked. Did we say Lacey Raquel? Evans? No, shut up. Um, Raquel's, no, Raquel's on, on Raw, Raw oh, and she's okay. still in tag team uh, misery currently. With a tank. With a tank. With uh, Shotzi for some reason. Um, who else is on SmackDown? I feel like I'm forgetting someone. I feel like I'm forgetting someone that's like at least like yeah, you could see him. Oh, Zelina. I guess he's. I mean, yeah. After the after that backlash match, I would exactly. not be surprised to see Selena Vega and more like high profile feuds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the girls who are in Money in the Bank, I see her feuding with all of them. And like, if they did a Bailey EO and one of them win Money in the Bank, I could see that. You know, like the one of them win and then they turn on each other. Right, right. And you have that, and then basically like after the Bianca Charlotte feud, you can have the winner, hopefully Bianca of that feud. Fight back for the title at like Mania or something next year, mm. win a Rumble or something like that. I would. I would. Pay so much to see a Oscar EO like long term like yeah. like a like a, a Lundra Blaze Bolnicano type of feud. Um yeah, it would just be like It would be so good. That would, <laughs> that would break any scale that like you put up for like match ratings. You'd hear a lot more Bacas, I'll say that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Baka. Baka. But that was that like in my in my mind, if I was fantasy booking this Slomania, I would have EO and Oscar fight, and EO beat Oscar, and then Bailey cash in the money in the bank. Oh, if yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna like really cement EO as like your new like Uber babyface of the women's division, and cement Bailey as your Uber heel of the women's division, yeah, that's what yep. you do. And then you have that feuding all the way to maybe Mania, and then you can have on the other side, you can have Bianca beat Charlotte, win the Rumble, and fight. Yeah. Rhea, because I mean, there is nobody built up. I mean, the only person on the Raw roster for the women right now that I can honestly see beating Rhea for the belt 
is Becky. Mm. And maybe Trish if they did something screwy. Right. And like it, it but I, I don't feel like that. I mean, Rhea's a heel. So, like, why would they do heel versus heel kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So, but I mean, other than that, like, I don't, there's no, I mean, they're not even building women's feuds with her. Like, she hasn't interacted with another woman. Hey, Trish? No, Rhea. Uh, Rhea, yeah. Hasn't interacted with another woman in weeks. So she is the women's champion. Yeah. Well, Rhea's <laughs> about to beat Gunther. All right. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to, she's going to win the IC title. <laughs> Yeah, in a perfect world. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was kind of always my concern with, with putting the belt on Rhea, which I I'd said this I is even my concern with her, like, winning the Rumble even, was, like, you know, her role feels so separate from every other thing in the women's It's because division. I think she's in the – the thing is, I think she works fine with the women's division when she's not with a Judgment Day. It's because they put this Judgment Day thing on her – which it which has boosted her profile way, you know. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. She's like, you know, the, probably the, the most, most or second most popular woman on the ro- woman on the roster currently. Yeah, I mean you you know that that double act with Dom has just been like a wellspring of creativity for them. But yep. um, speaking of Dom, <laughs> we don't want to talk, talk about that. Uh, <laughs> that Cody Rhodes, Cody and Dom, Money in the Bank, and I I can't. I'm not. People were freaking out about this. I'm not mad about it. Oh, I was freaking yeah, out I've, about I've this. wrestling again. As M- unanimous as, praise. As MJF says, I am the wrestling Twitter consultant. I am deep in the wells. Um, <laughs> and some people, aka AEW marks on wrestling Twitter, were not happy about this. Um, as MJF says, wrestling Twitter is seven percent of the wrestling fan base. It is a uh, what did he say? An echo chamber. They all the opinions bounce off on each other. Probably yeah. I thought this was a great match. I'm a little. The thing is. I want, part of me is like, yes, let Dom win. Imagine <laughs> the heat, and like I can honestly, what it would what it would do for Cody's like state of mind. And too. I can honestly, <laughs> you know, I and, lost to Dom Mysterio, and like <laughs> he's not gonna lose clean, but like I can see Brock coming out and costing Cody right. the match. They're definitely gonna have a, a blow up match at SummerSlam. The other part of me is like. Do I really want to see Dom beat Cody? God. Yes, absolutely. I do. <laughs> yes. Why do y'all this keep without question? Why do y'all keep acting like Dominic Mysterio is just some like pushover? The man's been to prison. <laughs> <laughs> he served hard time. His prison tattoo is worse than Cody's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, considering that, the fact that it disappears like whenever he gets into a sweat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm very excited about that. Um, Judgment Day, all over Money in the Bank. Because I'm sure Rhea's going to have a title match. Hopefully. Yeah, I would, um, I would love a, a Judgment Day sweep. But uh, unfortunately, I don't think we can have nice things. No, <laughs> there's no way Finn Balor wins the belt. Oh, it'd be so good. There's no – I mean, that's the right decision. But that's not the decision they'll make. Um, also, if if you had to pick a Rhea opponent right now – because I kind of did that with Natalya with uh, Night of Champions. And you're in the UK. Piper Niven? Ooh, uh, that that would be good. But I just would like a little bit more of a few beforehand, but we're not obviously not Yeah, I mean, Piper that. Niven is so cold. Like, I mean... In the UK, though? Yeah, and if we're doing that, like, Tegan Knox. The thing is, though, yeah. Zelina didn't have, you know... Zelina was cold as ice. I mean, super, super cold before that um, Puerto Rico match, and it kind of lit her flame. Even losing, like, her stock went from, like... I mean, Zelina barely wrestled, like... I mean, she had the, she was like went from being manager to wrestler to manager to wrestler on the roster to like released in between that time. Yeah, you know, and even though she had won the Queen of the Ring, and there was just nothing for her until that rematch. And now it's like I can see her as a contender. Mm. You know, um, I mean, obviously I can see Piper Niven at any point a contender, but you know, right, right. And I mean, I don't know. I I I think the the Puerto Rico crowd is like. Probably seventy five percent, you know, to thank for for that result. Oh yeah, for uh, where Zelina is now, um, and I would like to think that uh, England or a Britain crowd would react the same for Piper Niven, uh, but I I just don't know that that would be the case. But I think also big meaty men, women smacking meat. Yeah, Hoss ab- match, absolutely. women Hoss match. Yeah, in I mean, front of a UK in my, crowd. In my mind's get... eye, it's fantastic. 
And, you know. What, I'm just saying, if they give them time, and I think the crowd, I mean, it's going to be harder than American crowds. It's not going to be as hot at, like, Puerto Rico by any means. But still, I think it could be, it still could really elevate her back to, you know, mm-hmm. contender status. I think she should be contender status, but they haven't, you know, used her for that. Let's go ahead and move on to Raw. Well, we already are on Raw. I think this is this is my, you didn't watch Raw. Now, currently, we have the Men's Money in the Bank set, and I'm very excited about this lineup. We have L.A. Knight, yeah. 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 Santos Escobar, heck yeah. Um, Butch, Pete Dunne, because we got to get those U.K. lads in. Damian Priest, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Ricochet. That's it. That's seven. No, that's six. That's six. Three for each side. How do you feel about that lineup? I feel pretty good about it. I think you were asking Cooper. I'm asking Cooper. I I like this a lot. Yeah, because I'm about to wreck yeah. it for you. The, oh, oh, okay. Because I, you didn't watch Raw. Now, I was worried initially that, you know, with the the butch of, you know, of it all. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, okay, they're going to do something to, like, you know, make this cartoony or whatever. Um but I didn't watch Raw, so I don't know exactly what happened. Well, nothing has happened yet, but I know WWE. And someone is returning two weeks before Money in the Bank, and they have nothing to do. I don't know why they would return to this unless they're going to be in the freaking ladder match. They're going to find their way. Logan Paul Ooh. is coming back. Yeah, there you go. And he's probably going to get in, and he's probably going to win. Um, I just don't see. Why would you have him return two weeks before Money in the Bank to do nothing? Ain't KSI like, British? He's going to fight KSI in a yeah, wrestling match. Why not? KSI's his boy. He's not going to do that. KSI also said he wouldn't wrestle. He said that hurts. Um, I have a bad feeling that Logan Paul is gonna... also a boxer. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. He took one bump from uh, from Seth. And Seth said, in, the, no. in the table, yeah. He said, heck, no. Um, I have a bad feeling Logan Paul's going to get – and Logan Paul's great. But I just I don't want him to have as a wrestler. As a wrestler, as a wrestler, he's great. We're not endorsing any other thing done he's, by Logan. Paul. He's decent on the mic. Like, he's a good wrestler because he because of his characters and stuff. But like, and I feel like WWE's gonna give him it, and he's gonna cash in on Seth and beat him because you know WrestleMania feud last year, and he's obviously not cashing on a Roman. I mean, and, the sooner that we all accept the reality that Logan Paul will be a champion I will never in WWE <laughs> at some point in the near future. I think the the more at ease our minds will be. Well Y'all just gotta have faith, man. I mean I think it'd be good. I would just rather see LA Knight or like anybody in this match win them. Well, I would rather see LA Knight every single week on my TV, <laughs> and they can't even manage to do that. So I don't necessarily <laughs> trust him, him to win money in the bank. last week. Yeah. <laughs> SmackDown. They can't they had him come out and do co- uh, commentary. All I said was his catchphrases. All right. Well, That's all he needs. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, we're going to go to another quick PSA break. We'll be back after these brief messages. Welcome back to the WWG on Wigan 91.1 FM. We're going to finish up a little bit of Fed talk. Um, Rhea got a new belt. I don't think we mentioned that, but I think that's the best looking of the new four because I think the white strap with that tile looks good. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, is it just me or does the plate on the women's version of it look like it's it's like smaller in the strap than it does on the the men's belt i'd have to i had to look at a side i don't know side. it looked like to me like there was like a wider gap. yeah there's like more more strap it looks like right maybe right. maybe and maybe I, i'm fi- i'm picking up what you're putting down mm-hmm. um and finally we had a great main event between imperium gunther and ludwig kaiser noah giovanni vinci this week versus ko and Sami Zayn for the undisputed titles you know, oh, you're big NXT, Mark. You might know this. Uh, did you know Lud- Ludwig Kaiser and uh, Tiffany Stratton are a thing? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, they're a couple. Yep. Uh, I think... Um, that makes sense. They posted some pictures with like them on like a double date with uh, Gunther and Ginny. Yeah! <laughs> that's my boy! <laughs> um, keep getting away with Ludwig Kaiser and Gunther are amazing out of the tag team. Golly, that was a great match. And you know how the... The team, they did it great because Gunther has been, like, sticking his nose in Matt Riddle's business, which I know you probably don't like. But Riddle and Gunther, if they give it time, is going to be a banger match because Riddle's got a great moveset. Um, but he stuck his nose in Riddle's Money in the Bank match and cost him it. Um, and basically, Riddle came out, didn't hit anybody. Gunther chopped him, 
Owens hit Gunther with a stunner on the outside, and Sami Zayn wins with a blue thunderbomb. Mm. Deep pin, too, on that blue. He got the both shoulders on the blue thunderbomb, finally. They're burying people. That has that's, never put away a person <laughs> in the history of the move. I was going to say, that's got to be like the first time, certainly Third on time. main roster. Third time. The other two times were AJ Styles. Oh, wow. Both times. Because okay. it was once, huh. he wanted the blue thunderbomb in like December, because we mentioned this before. When uh, when he was in the bloodline, and he won like one other time, I think when he was a heel against AJ, is the only other times he's won with the blue thunderbomb. Man, but to be fair, he had a deep cover. It wasn't like his normal cover; where he had the leg. He had the legs on one shoulders, and he had like both his hands on the other the other shoulder. Yeah, because usually he just like hooks it. Yeah, he hooks the one leg, yeah. and then just kind of like lays his. Like, he finally he'd been listening to Brian Danielson. Right, cover both shoulders, <laughs> both shoulders. Speaking of Brian Danielson, let's go ahead and get into that AE Dub, AEW Dynamite for the week of what? Is, what was it? The fourteenth? It was six fourteen. Yes, sure. Yes, sure. we'll go with that. You are correct. We started <laughs> with Adam Cole, Bay Bay versus Maxwell Jacob Friedman in a AEW title eliminator match. Now, bef- standing O by Noah here. Before we uh, match of the year candidate, it was a great match. Before we get into this match, I want to say I watched Dynamite twice. I watched it once at work with this because we were really slow with the sound off. So when this match happened, first of all, I'm like, what a great battle of two complete jerks. You know, that's what I was thinking with all <laughs> right. the hijinks going on. Second, when it ended in a time limit draw. And he didn't hit three. I went back. I have no sound. Oh, right. So I was so confused. Like, I was like, what the heck is going on here? I'm like, is Bryce Rinsberg screwing Adam Cole? Right. Going into Canada, too. (laughs) Dude, I was like, this is crazy. I'm like, what happened? And then I realized eventually after that it might have been a time limit draw. Mm. And then I watched it the second. Great match. Um, I love the Rimsburg flop of MJF trying to do the Eddie. Yeah. And then just falling over, he's like, you are stupid. <laughs> um, Adam Cole beating the washed allegations, proving that maybe it was Chris Jericho. It, it, it's not allegations anymore. Look, it wasn't. It, yeah. Jericho, he's he's good in doses. Man, <laughs> like – it's it's crazy. Uh, Give him like, a New Japan guy and Jericho's good. Right, right. You Give know, him Tomohiro Ishii. That man is putting on classics. You know how I I had said earlier that it it feels like um, with like AEW we were caught in, or with with uh, I think I said about CM Punk. I, I'm caught in the cycle of oh it's never been more over and we are so back. I feel like this is the perfect example because we have Adam Cole, who is simultaneously in one of absolutely without question, I think one of the worst matches of the year so far. Oh, for sure. And now, absolutely unquestionably, in one of the best matches of the year so far. It's just it's the we are so back. The range. That's why dynamite. Is, it's why it's must watch. You are either gonna get a dud. Like most of the time, there's at least something good on the show. You either, gonna, but like sometimes you get a dud, or you're gonna get an all timer episode. You do not know going in what it's gonna. I mean, like I remember we got that promo last week, and I'm like, this is good, but why are we doing this now? I wa- right, right. Because collision's coming up next week. I'm brother. very happy we did it now. It made complete sense the way they did. I should have seen the time limit draw coming from my way. They've done it before, but they get me every time. <laughs> yeah. And me and Noah clocked it. It was exactly thirty minutes. I, yeah, that was crazy. I think, um, like, I know the referees have, like, earpieces in, right? Oh, yeah. So they're probably counting them in. You know, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. and one, two, okay, now do it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and they know that there's going to be pedantic nerds <laughs> like us that will count it. Well, I was just <laughs> like, I would, even, even if it wasn't, I wasn't going to say anything. Right. I was just like, that seemed like it was 30 minutes. I'm like, yeah. let me see. Um, but uh, so the there were so many fantastic moments in it, too. I loved... Um, Cole taking advantage and using the belt. I thought that was, like, such a great little moment for him. And I thought, like, uh, an interesting parallel with um, Jungle Boy's uh, title match where he had the opportunity to use the belt but then didn't. Um, yeah, Cole's cause, like... Because I like myself <laughs> a baby face who isn't a pushover. Yeah. <laughs> and can actually take advantage of a situation. Um, so that was really cool. Um and of course, 
the the ending, which had maybe one of my favorite character beats from MJF in the entirety of his his run in uh, AEW. It just makes so much sense for him. It's it's one of the, the most fitting moments in his character, I think. Oh, for yeah. you know, Adam Cole after going the distance, right? Um but but ultimately coming up short, um begging, pleading five, five more, more minutes. minutes. And MJF seriously looks like he's considering it for like at least the first couple of seconds. Right, and <laughs> just because he hates this guy so much and just wants him to be over, he wants to be better. Right, but then he realizes I don't have to beat him. He had to beat me, and he did it. <laughs> so no, I'm and not going to fight out. you again. Like you know, yeah. Because the best part is you know they're going to come back to it, and I think it's perfect, especially with Forbidden Door coming up. I'm like, I love Adam Cole and MJF. But I don't want this on Forbidden Door. I want no, my no. New Japan. Right. Um. Amazing. I don't. I don't even think we're gonna get it at like all in. Um, I think we'll get it all out. We might get it all out. I could see them even maybe pushing it to like full gear, long term. Yeah, cold. Because if you push it to full gear, that's a full year of MJF as champ. True. And it'll be coming up on the bidding war of 2024. Yeah, there you go. Then afterwards, we had a CM Punk package, which we talked about. Um, and then we had Sammy Guevara coming out with the package of him, his, his Titan Tron of him beating up the other four pillars of anime style came out. Um, Your new big baby face, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, one thing we didn't mention about the WWE real quick, Finn Balor segment, amazing promo that was just ruined by the crowd. (laughs) You are not allowed to sing Seth Rollins theme anymore. It's banned. You know, that's the thing. Oh, Noah yeah. ruins the podcast by singing. All right, we, all right. We love something so much, and then we take it too far. <laughs> but uh, Sammy Guevara coming out. This was very fun watching with South Sound because I'm like, I knew, I'm like, Jericho feud's got to be next because they're going to face turn him. Even though I'm like, I hate Sammy. I don't care if he's a face or not. But uh, mm. I don't know, man. He's just gotta, mm, he got to – I like him better as a heel. I don't know. But anyway, so I'm watching this, and I see Darby Allen come out, and I was like, what the heck? Because I have no sound, so right. I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, are they really going to do another Darby-Sammy feud? <laughs> I'm like, Darby's going to match tonight. Right. And then, and then of course, Jericho came out, and I was like, all right. And then we went back and watched it today, and it made a lot more sense. But as you were going to say. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, uh, this whole Sammy Guevara experiment uh, <laughs> is, 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 I think, uh, one of the most – um, uh, destructive tendencies of, of Tony Khan is that sometimes he will have an end goal in mind, which in this case, I think his end goal for Sammy Guevara is AEW world champion as a babyface, which in, in an alternate universe where he didn't spend an entire calendar year being the most punchable human being on the face I of the planet, know. you maybe could do. But the thing is, you didn't, and he was the most punchable human being on the face of the planet for a whole calendar year. So, he like the it seems like they're trying to fast track his like character stuff by using his real life soon to be fatherhood. Which is also <laughs> very weird. Um, like he just comes out and is like, Hey, I'm going to be a dad and we're going to have a baby girl and all that stuff. Yay! And like, you know, the crowd's like, okay, yeah, cool. I guess. Um, there's still a little bit of booze for it, which I think Ooh. is funny. Um, You're having a girl. Boo! <laughs> yeah. We wanted a boy. But, um, yeah. So then, uh, to just like um, kind of force Darby Allen out there as like the the crowd moderator too was funny because like he also Darby once he comes out he says uh, you know Sammy these people they're starting to love you again and the crowd's like I guess maybe like, <laughs> maybe you know, if if Darby said it sure you know um, so yeah I don't know I think it's 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 just such in this weird middle ground right now. Um, although, what it's setting up for is, I think, very cool. Uh, that uh, tag match that's coming up next week, I think. Why don't you that do that on I... Collision? Well, that, was I the only person that was thinking that? Why not do it on Collision? You have to think about. I mean, that. I know Chris Jericho can't be in the same locker room as CM Punk. He but... can. He literally wanted to work with CM Punk. You know what? It doesn't matter. 
it doesn't matter what they do and on. What does matter is we gotta go to the PSA break. But we'll be back after these brief messages. Welcome back to the final segment of WWEGL. We're gonna go ahead and get into the rest of that dynamite. We had the eight man tag between Mogul Embassy, um, Keith Lee, Darby Sting, and um, Orange Cassidy, who barely wrestled in the whole match. He had an orange punch <laughs> and he stopped the pin. <laughs> Let's go. I'm off. taking the night off. Brother. Yeah, I'm taking the night <laughs> off, brother. Um, Sting was doing most of the work. Him and Darby, Joe, um, and then Keith Lee took a couple bumps. You know, um, I love the Brian Cage, um, Sting, um, cosplay Surfer Sting. What a mark! Um, <laughs> I didn't when watching that at work. I didn't see the face paint. I just saw Brian Cage in pants, and I was like. What what is this man doing? I was yeah. like, it, it looks weird uh, to see him uh, in looking at it at first. Um, and then I noticed that he had this thing thing on the side. And I'm like, wait, is he doing this thing? I didn't even notice the face paint until today. Hmm. Um, fun match. I love the uh, power bomb stomp that the Mogul Embassy did to Keith. Oh yeah, that um, was crazy. And then the orange punch into the swor- scorpion was nice. Nice little. It was. Is that, I wish it would have had more time, but I'm, I mean, again, we gave MJF Cole a lot of time. That was fun. So. Man, uh, there was one segment in this match that uh, looked pretty rough. Like I think it was uh, Toleona from Mogul Embassy, just like Sting. <laughs> messing with Sting. And I was like, that man is like sixty brittle. He, like you gotta, you know, like yeah, calm he down. was he was hitting Sting hard stuff. <laughs> Sting was taking it though. Right. He um, almost got an F ten. <laughs> he almost did. I was like, I told he's like, I'm like, oh, he's about to take an F five, and he's like, isn't that the F ten? I'm like, it is, but there's no way Sting's taking ten rotations. Sting, Sting taking a drill claw right on top of his head. That uh, would have been surgically crazy. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. Then we had, of course, Zack Saber Jr. confronting Orange behind the stage. It was very funny. He's like, she's like, what's your next challenge, Orange? Like, I don't know. Normally, someone comes out around this time. Here he is, Saber <laughs> Jr. coming out with that toaster belt. He said, I want another belt. And then Daniel Garcia is like, you know, I want two belts too. I'm going to beat Shibata, and then I'm going to beat you. And I'm next in line. So it looks like we're going to have a tag match next week. Shibata Orange versus Sabre and Garcia. And my boy Sabre didn't even dap up Garcia. Oh, my gosh. Just too much heat. Too much heat. <laughs> we also had the AW Women's title match, which was it was fun. Sky Blue, Sky Blue is getting better every time I see her. Um, I like the pairing of her and Willow. We've done it before. We've also seen the match before, so I did like that Soraya wasn't there, and they were like because she wouldn't step foot in the in the capital of the United States. Right, right. And they brought out like the Soraya um thing that so like it was like a was like a fan, like a what do you call that? A poster, like, a little posters on a stick. Oh, right, right. Um, and she was beating <laughs> Sky Blue with the Soraya poster. Yeah. That was nice. But let's get into what actually matters here: the main event. And what happened mainly after the main event? Oh boy, I was going crazy in the workplace. Let's just say I look away, the match is over, and I turn and I look away and I do my job. I turn back, and I'm like Eddie Kingston. Yeah, <laughs> like he'd already been in the ring beating the crap out of Claudio. What layers to put him in the storyline? I never would have expected that. Then of course we had the catch to come out with no theme. I guess he's just never gonna have a theme ever again. Kenny coming out, beating up Takesha, evening the odds, and finally Billy Goat himself proving that we are totally in Forbidden Door season. What do, what do you think about that segment? Um, I I had I imagine very similar feelings to you. I I was texting you. You I uh, saw Eddie Kingston it. from yeah, you <laughs> in all caps. Uh, I just uh, sent Logan Kingston's back in AEW. Um, but uh, yeah, man, like just. Um, you know, there. Uh, Kevin Smith uh, has a has a podcast that I listen to quite frequently. Is it Fat Man on Batman? <laughs> They've changed it now. It's, it's Fat Man Beyond. Fat Man uh, Beyond. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it'll do like movie reviews and stuff. And um, uh, every once in a while, like when there's like a big Marvel movie or something, like you know, and and whenever like one of the criticism of it is like, oh, it has a lot of fan service in it. Kevin Smith tends to like reply. It was like, yeah, I know. That's what I like about it. I'm a fan. <laughs> Service me, please. Um, and that's how I feel about this entire segment. I mean, the <laughs> layers of Kingston versus Claudio, but he doesn't want to fight Mox, but he also kind of hates Brian. He hates Yuta. He doesn't really like the Bucks, he, Bucks I, or Kenny. Yeah, Kingston uh, doesn't like anybody in this entire segment except for Mox. <laughs> like, yeah. Mox is the only one who's like earned his respect. Exactly. And so that's crazy. Kenny also said after the show that, 
Kingston can roll with them if he doesn't, you know, if you want to fight with us, we'll, mm. we we will add you to the elite, basically. Yeah, I did, I did like that little, like, shove that he gave to, I think, like, Matt Jackson. It was like, you know. Yeah, but he didn't, like, fully, like, he was just like, hey. Yeah. Uh, you know. Right. Um, That's ooh, possibly Kingston mocks it all, all in. I'd, That'd be crazy. On one hand, I feel kind of weird about them running back um, that uh, feud. But – if they are, it would make sense to do it now, with where each where where Kingston is and where Mox is as characters. Yep. You know, um, because they've essentially kind of swapped roles uh, since the last time that they've fought. Yep. Um, but yeah, I would I would absolutely be down for that. I'm also, not. Also, <laughs> I don't want to watch that. I don't want you don't John Moxley on my television yeah, screen. Biggest John Moxley hater ever. Um, but it would be like, you know, looking in a mirror with you know, Eddie <laughs> Kingston. You, know, you, could, you could imagine yourself as Eddie Kingston beating up John Moxley. <laughs> I think he sold him. I think he sold him. Um, uh, as long as it's not an exploding barrel of goop death, death match. <laughs> an exploding barrel of mimosa death match. An exploding in, Jones death match. In <laughs> Wembley Stadium where they fight on the top of the big bend. All right. Whatever. As long are, as it's not that. As long as it's a match. He keeps describing cool things and expecting <laughs> me to think to that it's not cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, Tony, also. Tony, we need to fight on top of Big Ben, Tony. Interestingly, Osprey coming out at the end, he did tweet about, like, he doesn't care about Danielson. He'll fight him. Like, I'm not for your approval. Mm. But he didn't say that about Don Callis mm. or Takesha. And Don Callis is making a new family. Mm-hmm. And. Gideon Gray and the United Empire is basically Don Callis, but a wrestler. So <laughs> I can see Osprey. Oh. Also, Hidden Blade and Kenny to heck. I love too Kenny. Twice. Kenny sins finally coming back. I mean, like him with Callis all these years, Takeshita. And again, he didn't have to go to Japan and fight Osprey. He did it because he wanted to. Right. And he sunned that man. And look, they're they're both. It's funny because he's like, "Who's the villain here?" I'm like, "They both are tweeners." Like, neither of them is the fate. It just depends on what lens you look at it. If you're looking at an AEW lens, Osprey's the villain because Kenny's our hero. But if you look at a New Japan lens, Kenny's the villain because Osprey was just, you know. Oh, yeah. In New Japan, especially, like, Kenny is, like, anime villain. Yes. Like, level of, like, needless cruelty. <laughs> but, um... Also, we didn't even mention Jungle Boy, um, Tanahashi versus MJF. MJF being like, no, I don't think I will. And um, I don't blame him. He's like, he's like, I don't like this indie fed thing. And he's like, I agree um, with him. Why would he want to do that? He's a champion. He uh, because his contract forces him to. And he's like, he's like, this won't be the first time I've no shown this show. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Right. Um, and Jungle Boy versus Sonata, which I thought was a weird choice, but after watching the show with audio, um, it was especially weird watching the show because I saw Sonata's thing. And I saw Jungle Boy talking. I had no idea he had accepted the open challenge. So later on, when I saw Jungle Boy, um, so I, don't know, oh, I was like, "Thought they threw up the graphic." I was out like, of nowhere. "No!" <laughs> well, I realized I was like, right. "No!" Right. Which I think that's leading to a hook Jungle Boy feud because I think Jungle Boy is going to turn heel when he gets desperate and realizes I promised I'm going to win a title and I don't want anything, so I'm going to yeah. take that big, big orange belt. Oh, it's got to be from yeah. you. Um, it's going to be a fun match, but man, I would have rather had so many other options. I, it's going to well, be a I mean, great yeah, match on paper, but like there is so many other options. But also, Keith kind of everybody else is kind of tied up in other stories. Keith Lee versus needs to do something with Swerve. I don't know, like, but like it's Forbidden Door though. Keith Lee Sonata yeah. with like Swerve can cost him it, or like you got um, give Swerve Sonata, give give Hangman Sonata. I'd be fine yeah. giving Hangman another shot. Give Moxley Although, Sonata. Well, also. Another reason why I don't think you want to do um, Lee and uh, Zanata is because uh, you want to do Lee Ishii too. <laughs> if you're if you're me, true. That's fair. I also heard Kenta Kenta Punk is probably not happening because Tony Khan won't give Kenta his back. Also because <laughs> also because Punk said he didn't want to do it because Punk hates everybody. <laughs> He's like, you will not be happy. I've sat for like six months and seed. It like or almost a year now. I've like I've sat for oh. a year in seeds and got and got to wrestle. I'm not giving you what you want. Come oh, on now. According to Twitter, um, Punk is being reported on by reporting sites at oh, a very high rate. He as Punk is being reported, he is being reported on Twitter. 
Source bleacher. <laughs> <laughs> it's just punk reports and stuff like that. I was about to say that sounded like gibberish. Word salad yeah. to me. It sounded yeah. like Scott Snyder promo. <laughs> right. <laughs> As 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 punk reports and a punk reported and on the Twitter and a punk report, you know, like okay, buddy, we got to get somewhere. That, but that being said, any final thoughts on AEW Dynamite? We're getting one step closer to that Forbidden Door opening up. Fire John Moxley, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I uh, hope send him back to the Indies. Where I he can hope do his death matches there somewhere out there in existence. John Moxley hears this podcast. And beats up Noah Phillips. That would be that would be the fi- finale of the storyline. Him and Noah do a death match. That would be my. It wouldn't be world. a death match because I wrestle in actual wrestling matches. I don't need all these gimmicks to help me out. You are literally a gimmick. Like you're the only one of us that has like a gimmick. properly defined gimmick. That's like <laughs> the whole thing. He is a whopping. He is a walking hypocrite. That I is can't help. I'm out here trying to sell tickets oh, and move God. needles. God, John Moxley moves. Anyway, Cooper. Also, any final we don't thoughts? put on any shows. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast. That's what is, you think. This podcast is free on Spotify. It's free. Well, free. <laughs> but, uh, That's what you think. But, All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get a bag. By Kenta. Right. From, we we are legally not allowed to get a bag. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, I think. Uh, um, as we get closer and closer to Forbidden Door, it'll be uh, really interesting to keep up with Dynamite. I think Dynamite's going to become like I don't know. Well, I mean, I, we're a week away, I, so I was about to say I don't want to. I don't want to say this because I don't want to jinx it. But I would like to see Dynamite become kind of must-watch in the build-up to this show. Um, and you know, if they if they keep uh, just giving me what I want, and then I'll keep watching. Uh, and it, the best way to do that is to have uh, Kenta come out on Collision and GTS Punk to the moon. Please, let the Bang Bang Gang and Smojo win. Um, with that being said, uh, I'm very happy. We lit the fuse very hard this week, and we are going to hit that outro button. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to WWEG on Legal 91.1 FM. This has been it for me, Noah, and Cooper. But well, you can follow us on Twitter at Noah what's your handle at Noah underscore Phillips 64 at by Logan Hurston Twitter does not um, Cooper does not have a Twitter handle Cooper any final words any final words encouragement you know he doesn't even have to have a match but as long as Tony Khan just gives Kenta money I'm happy I'm happy for him (laughs) I agree Um, if you want to follow us on Spotify you can that's at WBGL we have a podcast every single week on any of your podcast players of choice but Spotify is our preferred Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. With that being said, goodbye. And good night. Bang!